You're listening to the Modern Professional Podcast. I'm your host, Lawyer Britt. I launched my firm using nothing but my laptop and social media, signing 100 clients in my first 100 days, proving that we can ditch boring and traditional to become successful modern professionals. Six figures in one month, not in a year, not in salary, six figures in revenue in one single month. My firm did that for the first time in August of 2021. So 10 months after I started my firm, started my firm October 1st, 2020. And 10 months after that, August of 2021 is when my firm had its first six-figure month. And I want to share the jump that happened because it wasn't just like we were creeping up to six figures and all of a sudden we went over six figures. We hadn't even done half of what we did in August of 2021, any month prior. So in August of 2021, we did 169,000. We had not hit half of that in any single other month leading up to this first six-figure month. So not only did we do six figures, we almost did multiple six figures. I mean, we like crushed it that month. And the point of this episode is to explain to you how I got there, the practical and also the unpractical, like the actual tangible things that we did. And also the mindset, the mind shifts, the energetics that got me there. And before you start rolling your eyes and saying, oh God, this like woo woo, weird, energetic thing. I want you to keep an open mind as you listen to this episode, listen to the entirety of what we did to get to this six figure month point. Because if you haven't reached that point, if you're struggling to maintain six figures each month and multiple six figures and continuing to grow, then there might be something you could do in your energetics, in your mindset that could get you there. Because honestly, it is a big piece and I'll explain that later. But keep an open mind, please. Because I won't lie, six figures, that first month where we went over six figures, We went over six figures in the middle of the month and I was like, holy moly, we did it and we still have another half a month left to do the rest of it. I mean, I was, I was shocked. I really was shocked because remember the month before we hadn't even done half of that. So I didn't fully expect us to, to get there and get there so fast and and to really exceed in that first month in August of 2021. It really, it felt amazing. And yeah, I see so much online about people wanting to start their own law firms or start their own businesses and professionals wanting to go out on their own and go solo. And there's so much about people wanting to do six figures and like, oh, I want to make six figures, obviously, annually. And oh, I want to have 10K months, which is a little over six figures, right? Or a little over 100,000. So I see a lot of that goal. And I think people are really comfortable with it. And now I want to stretch that goal to six figure months. And if you can't fully get your mind behind that yet, that's fine. I still want you to listen to this episode because as you grow in your company, whether you've started it or not, planning on starting it, whether you have started it and you're growing now, if you haven't reached a certain point to where you think that six-figure months are possible, that's fine. You're still going to get there. You still need to be playing with those ideas of, okay, this month, I'm going to make 10000 This year, I'm going to make 100,000. And then next year, I'm going to go for 250. And you can kind of move your numbers up. And we're going to get into that in a bit and what I call that kind of movement. But 
you still should be thinking about it, right? I mean, right now I'm thinking about eight figure years. I'm thinking about doing 10 million in revenue. Obviously, we're not there yet, but it's still on my radar. I'm still thinking about what does it take to get there? How should my organization be set up to get there? So as you're listening to this, think about how you could set up your company to be doing six-figure months. Because if, if I can do it, you could do it. I know you probably hear that all the time, but just a reminder, I'm not special. I've just figured this out already. I'm constantly just figuring it out as I go. That's what business is. But that means you can too. You can also figure this out even if you haven't yet. So back to August of 2021. Like I said, we hadn't even hit half of what we did in August in any previous month. And we went on to do 1.78 million in that year, in 2021. And this year in 2022, we're already well over a million. So leading up to that point, I had a team already, but it was small in the beginning of the year. It was me, two assistants, and my paralegal. So I was wearing all of the hats. I was doing the marketing and the intake and the lawyering and the depositions and the hearings and the drafting of things and settling and finances and admin. So I was doing a lot of all the things, right? And just the laws of physics, there's only so much you can do. There's only physically, mentally, emotionally, anything. There's only so much you can do as one human being, right? So it got to the point where we had so many cases because I was doing so well in the marketing and I, I just, I love marketing and I succeed at it. And we were doing so well that it got to the point where I couldn't possibly do all of the everything plus all of the lawyering. Like I couldn't spend all of my days in depositions and talking to clients and settling cases and, you know, preparing for hearings and do the marketing and do the intake and set up all of our systems and procedures and make sure that we're running correctly. So it was a lot. And it got to the point where I was like, hey, I need to bring on lawyers. Like I need somebody to do the lawyering so that I can continue to run the firm, which again, if you've listened to my previous episodes, you know that that was my goal from the beginning. I mean, my intention was to be the CEO, but lawyers are very skilled. They are expensive team members to have. That's just a fact. And so I didn't feel comfortable at that point yet bringing on an attorney, but in June, I actually did. So I think in May, we had our biggest month. Let me check this out on our spreadsheet because yes, I have a spreadsheet for everything. Yes. So May of 2021 was our biggest month to date by far. And at that point I said, okay, now I can bring on an attorney. Like now I feel comfortable. I can handle an attorney for, you know, however many months in case they don't settle anything X, Y, and Z. And it's funny that I'm saying that now because that's not at all how I would think about something now where it's like, okay, well, if they don't do well, then I can pay them for the next six months. Like that's not my expectation anymore at all. If I bring somebody on now, they are profitable month one, very least month two. I don't think about things in terms of I'm not making a return on my investment soon. I think about, okay, this person's going to be valuable starting today. So just giving you a, a difference of, of a year from May of 2021 to now we're in July of 2022 of how my thinking has already changed in that aspect. But I brought on an attorney in May and then I brought on another attorney in July. And then at that point, I wasn't handling any of the cases, not a single one. I was doing the marketing, doing the intake doing the finances, the admin, making sure the company was running. Because I think that people, especially people who have never 
owned a company, people have never been an entrepreneur, they think that the the entrepreneur, the owner of the company is just sitting there and taking the checks and doing a little work here and there. But there actually is a lot that goes into running a firm and being the face and doing the, you know, bringing in the business, but also making sure that the business is running. So there is a lot that is done beyond just the actual serving of the clients and making the money. So brought on two new attorneys, they were able to then start handling all of the legal work. Now, I've always taken the position that I want to be involved in each aspect. So I keep very close relationships with all my team members and I speak with them regularly about what's going on. We have meetings all the time to talk about cases and strategy and whatnot. So it's not like I just said, hey, here's your 80 cases, go have a good day. I was still involved, but I didn't have to be at every event. And that made a huge difference in what we were able to start moving, so to speak. So I was able to go deeper in other areas like marketing and intake that I wasn't able to do because I was still handling cases. So that I think was a huge key in getting to six figures because now there were people to handle like almost every aspect of the firm that wasn't just me. I think that the key to getting to that six-figure months to seven-figure years is really having a badass team, a really awesome team that you trust, that aligns with your values, that you can give the work to, and you know that it's going to get done the way that you would do it or the way that the firm should be doing it, the company should be doing it. And I think that is a huge key. That was like the number one thing. I know I always preach about systems and procedures. You need systems and procedures if you have a five-figure a month company. If you have a four-figure a month company, whatever you have, you still need the systems and procedures so that you can continue to grow. I think systems and procedures are more for are more growth oriented. But if you really want to like catapult yourself into really big revenue numbers, you need a team. You need a team that you align with that shares your values so that you can trust them to do the work that needs to be done to just exponentially grow your company, grow your firm. And that was a huge reason that we were able to hit six figures because there was definitely a time that because I was doing so much of all the work by myself that I wasn't able to get to all of the cases that needed to be touched. I wasn't able to settle all of the cases because I was focused on other things that were also important. So while I was getting to everything, I probably wasn't getting deep enough in everything. And then once I had a team that could handle everything, so I brought on attorneys that could do the intense lawyer work, that's when things really started to change because their whole focus was doing the lawyer work. They were going deep in the lawyer work. And so they were able to start resolving the cases and touching the cases, you know, more frequently and deeper. And I think that made all the difference because, I mean, you can see from our revenue numbers and how they shot up once I actually had that team in place for a couple months and they got acclimated to our systems and they got comfortable with the clients and the cases. All of a sudden, we just increased our revenue, I mean, exponentially. And we continued to increase through the end of the year. I mean, It was incredible what we were able to do with the team. But I will say that it's not all team because there's plenty of people who run companies and firms. They have very, very small teams and these business owners are still, they still have their hands in a lot of different spaces and they do have six-figure months, maybe not consistently. I don't know their financial sheets, but it could be possible. I think the differentiating factor with me and how I got here and only 
10 months from opening my firm has to do with the energetics of it. So how I think and how I make decisions and how I act based on how I think and make decisions. And I'll just call all that energetics because that's what it's called in the general industries, your energy and your mindset. I freaking hate the word mindset, which is probably because it just is overused, but it really is mindset. Mindset is just how you think, how you act, how you be. It's not just like a, oh, I'm going to think positively and then good things are going to happen. That's a load of crap. That's not how it works. Energetics is really getting your mind behind a certain set of beliefs and then making decisions based off those beliefs. Because honestly, if you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, oh, there's no way I could make seven figures in a year. That's insane. That's not going to happen at least for another like decade. Well, then you're not going to be acting like somebody who is making six or making seven figures. You're not going to be acting like somebody who is on the path to making seven figures. You're not going to be making decisions based off of that because when an opportunity presents itself, like to hire like a kick-ass person that could totally take over everything you're doing, the six-figure you is going to be like, oh, that person's too expensive. I don't know. What if they don't make any money? That's not going to be good, right? Kind of like how I was before. But the seven-figure you who's like, oh, I know I need somebody who's kick-ass who can handle all these things in this certain manner that I want them to with these kind of values. And then I could focus on X, Y, and Z. And then that's how I get to seven figures. Do you see how that works? That's the energetics of it. That's the quote mindset everyone's talking about is getting your your set of beliefs and your way of thinking behind a certain set of, we'll call them, I don't know, principles so that when opportunities present themselves or when you're faced with a challenge, even you're thinking in a way that will get you to that next level that you want to get to. Your thinking will make you take the next step closer rather than staying where you where you currently are. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay, raise your hand if you hate awkward networking events. Yes, yes, me too. Archaic, outdated, and honestly not the best ROI. Now raise your hand if you hate spending tons and tons of money on advertising or if you don't have any money to spend on it. Yep, I was also there. I bootstrapped my law firm with savings. No big marketing budget. What I did have was social media. I posted content on free social media platforms to build my company to 1.78 million in revenue in the first full year. This alone should be the light bulb in your head that gets you to take action to create content seriously so you can start your business or grow your business or even just grow a book of business. But I get it. You don't have time. Or you feel awkward and embarrassed to post or be on video. That's okay. I've been there too. That's why I'm hosting the Accelerated Content Workshop to show you how I finally got over myself to create and post a week of converting content in just one hour. Interested? I know you are. Head over to lawyerbrit.co slash workshop to learn. That's L-A-W-Y-E-R-B-R-I-T-T dot co C-O slash workshop. So the energetics I'm talking about in this specific instance is really the energetic minimums and maximums of, we'll say, revenue. Everybody has a minimum and a maximum. Whether you know it or not, you have one. And I'm going to explain what that means. So monetarily, everybody has a number that they couldn't imagine making less than, like couldn't imagine in a million years making less than a certain number. 
And for some people, maybe that's $50,000. Let's say that you lost your job and you spent weeks and weeks and weeks looking for a new one and someone offered you a job for $40,000. And you would just be like, I would never accept that. I couldn't live off $40,000. That's terrible. Then that's your energetic minimum, right? If you couldn't imagine not being able to pay your bills and pay your credit card and pay your mortgage, that's your energetic minimum because there are many people in the world who don't make their mortgage payment, who don't make their credit card payment, who can't afford X, Y, and Z, who are late on their rent all the time. So if you're a kind of person that's like, what? I could never be late on my rent. Like I need my place to live. I always have to pay off my credit cards. That's your energetic minimum then is the minimum of whatever you need to survive, right? Or maybe it's more than that. Maybe you've been at the same job for several years and you're making six figures already and you're comfortable with that. And you're saying, no, I could never make less than six figures. I need to support my lifestyle and my family and I need to have my house and my car and go out to dinner and take my vacation. So everybody has a minimum of what they would expect and accept to just live, to be. And it's different for everybody. There are people that I am very good friends with who make what I perceive to be barely any money and they are happy and like, no, this is good. I can survive off of this, right? And then there's friends that I have who make well into the seven figures and they say, no, I I could never make less than seven figures. Like I need all my things and my investments and X, Y, Z. So everybody has a different number. And there's also energetic maximums. So kind of flip minimums around and everyone has a maximum. And again, you might not know what that is, but everybody has an energetic maximum. So an energetic maximum is a number that you don't think that you could ever make more than or not right now. So if you say in your mind, oh yeah, like in 10 years, I'm going to have a company and sell it for $10 million. That isn't necessarily your energetic maximum because that's just more of an idea towards the future. But I'm talking about currently, like right now, what is your energetic maximum? Like what could you not imagine making at all? Like maybe it's six figures. Maybe you have a company or you're solo and you say, oh my God, I could never make six figures. I would go insane trying to work all those hours or I could never handle that many clients. So that's kind of your maximum. You couldn't imagine making more than a certain number, but there's also a little number right below the maximum where you're like, hmm, that seems high, but I, I could, I could make that. Maybe, maybe I could make 20 grand this month. You know, I could get behind that. You know, I can get two extra clients and da, 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 and that'll be my biggest month yet. So everybody has these minimums and then a true maximum and a kind of a, a high end where they're like, hmm. Maybe I could make that amount. I could, I could do that where it's kind of like a number where you think, Hey, that could be possible. I could get kind of behind that. And maybe you don't hit it this month, but as you get more comfortable with that next step number, that next higher number, you reach it and you say, Oh, well, this is cool. 20 grand. Awesome. I made 20 grand. What is 30 grand like? And you kind of move yourself up incrementally. Sometimes you make a huge jump, like, I did last year in August of 2021, where we went from the 60s into the 160s and totally increased our income and have not fallen below six figures since. So there are shifts you can make in your mind to jump above these numbers that we're kind of set at. Because some people are like, oh, all I need to make is six figures a year and I'll be good, right? That's great. That's that's wonderful. Figure out where in the energetic maximums and minimums that is, and then try to stretch yourself beyond it. Like, could you imagine making 150 a year? What about 250? 
that's how you increase your energetic minimums and maximums. And just that alone will help you just catapult yourself over and over and over into bigger revenue numbers, bigger salary numbers, bigger commission numbers, whatever your numbers are, however you are making your money, it doesn't matter. Everybody has energetic minimums and maximums. And so when I first started my law firm, actually before I even started my law firm, to be honest, I remember I was with my boyfriend, now fiance, we were at a Mexican restaurant and we were calculating out how many cases I would need to bring in a month and how many cases I would need to settle a month on average to maintain my current salary. And I think about those numbers and I laugh now because I couldn't imagine only getting that many number of cases. I couldn't imagine only settling that many number of cases because it's not my reality anymore. I have shifted my minimums and maximums so much over the last year and a half or a little bit more that those numbers seem so tiny and so low. But do you see where at that time in September of 2020, going over those little numbers, that was my minimum slash maximum, right? I was like, okay, I need this many and that's it. And I can survive off of this. That was my minimum. I was like, I can't do any less than this. But then I probably had a maximum. I wasn't thinking about the maximum at the time, but I probably had a maximum of like, oh my God, I'm only one person. How can I handle all these things, right? And I probably did reach that maximum when I was like, I need to bring on new team members back in May, June, July of 2021, which led to six-figure month in August of 2021. And it took me all of that time, all those 10, 11 months to shift my thinking from, okay, I only need this much and I can replace my salary and then I'll be good to we're doing six-figure months and we're going to do seven figures this year. So Doing those shifts, shifting my my minimums, constantly increasing them, really helped me to start thinking in a way that a seven-figure CEO would rather than a six-figure self-employed person would. Not that one is better than the other, but I wanted one more than the other. I wanted to be a seven-figure CEO. And so by shifting what I thought was possible on the high end for an energetic maximum and shifting what I would accept on the low end, an energetic minimum, I was able to shift my thinking as well. I was able to stop thinking in terms of like, what can I afford? And I started thinking in terms of what's going to give me the best ROI? How do I get to this next level? How would next level me start thinking and getting into that mindset and making decisions that way? And that's how I've been making decisions for the last year too. And it's again, catapulted us over and over and over into the next level, the next step of what's possible and what we can make in our revenue. And we're still working towards it. I mean, I'm always working towards the next level. So we've had our first six-figure month, our first seven-figure year. And so now we're increasing those goals. Now I'm going to the next one, to the next one. And like I said before, we're not in the space to make eight figures in revenue yet, but it's on my radar. It's above my energetic maximum, but it's on my radar. It definitely is on my radar. And you know, seven-figure months for sure on my radar right now. And I'm using those extreme maximums to start shifting the way I think, the way I make decisions, how I quote be as the CEO that I'm trying to become always. I'm always trying to improve. And that's what I use to get to that next level. That's how I got there. So the practical of it is building a kick-ass team. 
bringing on people to do the work that I was spending a lot of time doing, that it was stretching me thin, where I wasn't able to go deep on any one thing. And so I realized I need to hire people to do certain things. And this also happened recently, this year, in the last few months, where I brought on an intake director who is awesome. And I loved doing intake. I mean, you guys know I love marketing. I love marketing. I loved intake. I loved doing the pitch and doing the sale and talking to all the potential clients about their cases. I loved doing it, but it got to the point where I wasn't able to do it as deep as I wanted to because we were a growing firm. We already had 12 or 13 team members and you know we're just growing, growing, growing. And I wasn't able to take the, enough time to go deep on intake. And so I hired somebody to do the intake. And again, didn't say, okay, I'm going to wait until I can afford it. Afford is not in my vocabulary anymore. I said, okay, I'm going to hire somebody who's going to give me a positive ROI today or this month. So see how my thinking has already shifted in just a year from, you know, prior and thinking about, okay, you know, I need to figure out what I'm going to do here, you know, for payroll, da, da, da. I said, okay, I can no longer go deep on intake. I'm just kind of getting by, even though I love it. So I need to bring on somebody who's aligned with us, who shares our values, who I trust to do this as well as I can. And I did. So we're always constantly growing, growing, growing. And I know that doing these, making these shifts is what's going to get us into seven-figure months and eight-figure years. I know that we're on the way there. The practical of it is really hiring that team. The energetic, the unpractical, the mindset work, if you will, is playing with those minimums and maximums and getting yourself to the point where you think first, hey, maybe a six-figure month is possible. And then the next is, okay, I want that six-figure month. That's going to happen. I'm going to do it. And then to the point where you're like, oh, it's happening. Oh, we're making that six figures. And then the next step is, well, six-figure months are just normal. I couldn't imagine going under a six-figure month. Now we're going after the seven-figure month. Do you see how that evolves over time? So while that might seem insane today, six-figure months are definitely possible if that's something that you want. And you can definitely get there. Remember, I am not special because I figured out a six-figure month first. If you haven't hit a six-figure month, that just means you haven't figured it out yet. But you've figured out everything else thus far. Why can't you figure this one out? You can. We're constantly figuring out. That's what business is. That's what entrepreneurship is. It's just constantly figuring it out, solving problems to get to the next goal and the next goal. I love it. (laughs) Maybe I'm crazy, but I love it. I love being an entrepreneur. I love being a business owner and constantly figuring out the next thing and the next thing. It's fun for me. And you probably think the same if you're listening to this podcast, meaning you can figure it out too. That is my first six-figure month. Thank you for listening to the Modern Professional Podcast. I'm your host, Lawyer Britt. Follow me on Instagram at lawyer.britt. Shoot me a DM if you have any questions about anything in this episode or comment on my latest photo, something you'd like to hear me talk about next.